Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Guys, you're so welcome to this channel today, this channel NarcCon, on which we deal with all things in relation to the narcissist to try and make sense of the experience we had with a narcissist and to move forward with clarity understanding and understanding ourselves better. And a big part of the healing is understanding what happened with a narcissist to get our brain straight again after it and to stop ruminating. Now, the narcissist will set you up for rumination, for confusion, for chaos, because that's the narcissist's swan song to keep you in a state of confusion, to have you grappling with what really happened, what is reality, to try and reestablish your sense of self and the truth. So I've taken 10 things that narcissists typically say, and these things come up in coaching a lot. They came up in my own personal experience. They come up for a lot of us in this community. And narcissists will typically say the following sentences. They say them, but don't mean what the words say. In other words, they're speaking narc, narc speak. They're speaking a different language. They, they are saying these things as a manipulation to keep you grappling with the understanding of what actually did they mean by that? And if I had done this or had done that, would we still be together? And all these kind of questions that come up at the breakdown of the relationship with the narcissist. So let's get straight into it. Um, and just before we get straight into it, can I say to you that I'm considering having a membership um, here on YouTube and to make more videos or to maybe have some lives and have some questions and answer sessions, because some people just can't afford coaching. Narcissists leave us in terrible circumstances a lot of the time financially. And I would like to be able to address more of the concerns people have, because once you get an answer, sometimes it really propels people to move forward in their healing. So if you have any suggestions in relation to a very affordable monthly membership, and what you'd like to get out of that, if you'd like to join, will you please leave them in the comments? Because it would give me some idea of how to, to form it and what to offer in the membership um, part of the channel. Anyway, with that said, let's get into the first sentence of what the narcissist says and what they actually mean when they're saying it. This is applicable whether you're in a toxic relationship at the moment and you're really having doubts about the person and you're confused about what they're saying, or post breakup with a narcissist. So here's one that I personally received, and it was at the beginning 
of the relationship with the narcissist. When remember, speed is of the essence because the more the narcissist can isolate you and the more proximity they have with you, the more control they have over you, the quicker they can embed you and then extract supply from you in the form of narcissistic supply, stroke, emotional output, stroke, whatever else they've come to stroke you for. So this sentence, we may as well move in together. And that's that can be followed up with what do we have to lose? I mean, at this stage in our lives, you know, if we don't know what we want, then we're never going to know. Um, we, you know, let's just give it a shot and we'll know then if it doesn't work out, you know, if it's not going to work. What's the point in waiting? So that sentence is followed up with a lot of um, a lot of sentences that say the same thing that are trying to convince you that after, say, a month of going out together, that you should move in together. And basically what the narcissist is doing there is a manipulation, as explained a minute ago. They want to move in. They want you embedded and they want control of you a lot quicker and to extract what they came to extract for you. So this isn't love. This is a manipulation. Next sentence. Your birthday or something like that is coming up or Christmas or something that's special to you. Maybe you're graduating, you know, some some event that you're going to be in focus or the focus of. And the narcissist will come out with things like if if they actually don't come up with an excuse why they can't be there, like they have some work commitment or they're going on holiday, they will say to you, you don't really like all that fuss, do you, over things? I mean, you're a you're a you're a nice person. You're you kind of you like you don't like that fuss made about yourself. I know that it would make you feel awkward. And at the beginning stages, you kind of go, OK, yeah, yeah, that that's true. You know, and maybe you don't like that much fuss because maybe you don't have such a big ego. But hey, you know, it would be nice to have a little bit of love out there coming towards you on a special occasion. But the narcissist is trying to set you up so that you have agreed that you don't want fuss. And I do actually remember sharing a bit of personal experience that being said to me. And I remember being quite conflicted over it and kind of wondering about it. I think it was said a day or two before my birthday when it was only a few months into the relationship. And I did actually address it. And I did, I do remember addressing it and saying, well, actually, I did say I didn't like fuss, you know, too much fuss, but I would like a little bit of fuss. So in the heel of the hunt, I don't think the narcissist would have been very impressed, but they did because it was the love bomb stage, because they were, you know, doing their embedding, actually had to make a bit of fuss. So that's a kind of another manipulation that they'll say to you. They will put the idea in your head. They will tell you who you are and how you think. So be very careful when someone comes up with something like that, that kind of goes ding dong in your head as to, oh, and you feel a sense of disappointment and you, you know, it, it triggers something in you and it's good if it does. That's the narcissist sentence telling you how you think. And effectively, it's a little bit of gaslighting so they don't have to make a fuss over you on your special occasion 
Because remember, it is always about the narcissist. Now, this is a biggie, the next one. This is a real biggie. And this comes up so much. And it's, listen, we can be friends. Let's be friends. And I've actually created a whole video on that. But the friends business actually means I don't want to lose you in case one, I need you again to come back to. It doesn't work out with the other person. Two, I like your supply. I just want to add to it and you take a lesser position in my life. In other words, in other words, you will output to me for less than you'll get back. I'm demoting you in status as you not being my partner anymore because I would like to have a look around and I'd like to add to my narcissistic supply. But it would be great if you could hang around uh, in the hope that I might come back to you and continue to pump out that supply to make me feel good when I'm going out on the hunt if I haven't already found your replacement. Let's be friends is such a mad one. It's it gets people thinking, you know, particularly when they're hurt at the discard, saying to the narcissist, you know, should I have stayed friends with them? If I'd stayed friends with them, would they, you know, still be with me? This is when people are still under the narcissistic spell, when they've been discarded and your mind is so confused and you're in such a state of chaos because you do not know what's just after happening. You don't know that you were conned and you kind of you're beginning to understand that maybe you were conned, but it's not fully settled. It hasn't fully sunk in yet because your mind is a, is a mush of a mess after being with a narcissist. So the let's be friends one does not mean let's be friends. It means let's you be my friend and I'll use you more and in a worse way. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, the next one is, and this actually happens in the love bomb phase as well. Nobody's ever done anything like this for me before. I really, truly love you so much. Thank you for all you're doing. That can happen in a healthy relationship. Somebody can actually, you know, really appreciate what you're doing for them. And they can say something like that. But if you're dealing with a narcissist, it's a manipulation in order to get you to feel special to reward you. It's like a reward system for your output so that when you output, you get told that they love you. That's the way they set the grooming process up. So be careful if somebody says to you, when you haven't kind of done that much for them, maybe you've just gone out of your way to do something and they're pretty dramatic and pretty intense with the nobody's ever done that for me before um, kind of line, that kind of ever and nobody's. The narcissists are very good at using words like everybody, always, um, those kind of those kind of dramatic, generalized words that in their mind bring the truth to the situation. So that's another manipulation. Watch out for that type of adulation and praise, particularly in the beginning stages of a relationship. Oh dear, here is a biggie. I just need some space. Mm, 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 mm. I just need some space. That, in effect, of course, can happen in a normal relationship, in a healthy relationship. If there are a lot of other indicators that you're with a narcissist and they say this, I will tell you what it means in, in narc speak, in narc language. In a healthy relationship, it can mean listen, honey, I need to go on a fishing trip. I'm so overwhelmed with work and everything. The kids just need a bit of space. And the person gives an explanation and, you know, they have the space or they say, look, can we discuss something? Um, I'm overwhelmed at the moment. I need a bit of space. And, you know, could I discuss something with you about our relationship? And, you know, we can work on it or whatever. It's not just... I just need some space. I just need some space means I need some time out to assess another person and to assess the relationship with you to see if I want to stay in it, to see if there's anything better out there. And I also want to give you a little punishment so that when I take the space and when I come back, you are going to appreciate me so much more that your narcissistic supply output will be increased. You will be worried about me abandoning you and leaving you. And I'm doing this because I'm the most important person in the relationship. And it really doesn't matter that I leave you in a state without an explanation. I just need space. So as far as, you know, at this stage, 
I'd be saying to the narcissist, honey, you take all the space you want. In fact, if you fly up to space and stay there and get stuck on the moon, maybe that'll be the place for you because the, the space business is not working for me. But that's, you know, when you're healed and when you're when you can see things with clarity, it's awful when you're going through the painful recovery journey when the narcissist and if the narcissist has just dumped you, it's really tough because you still are putting value on that person, on the narcissist, on the mask. And it's it's a chronically difficult situation to straighten out in your mind and overcome. So I hope some of these terms aren't too hurtful for people who are just in the throes of it. And maybe if you're well recovered on the healing journey, you'll have a chuckle. Okay. Oh, the next one. Oh, the next one. You're not suitable for a relationship. You are not suitable for a relationship. Now, in a way, the narcissist is actually being truthful when they're saying this. But their truth is narc speak, and it's not the truth as you or I would understand it. In their minds, saying you're not suitable for a relationship is in effect saying you're not suitable for a relationship with me because you're too healthy. You're too darn healthy and your supply is waning or it can mean I've sucked all the supply out of you. Um, you're putting in too many boundaries or you're now a broken vessel. You're on the point of a nervous breakdown or you've run out of money or whatever. So the narcissist is saying you're not a suitable person for me because I need to suck you dry, basically. I need to nearly destroy you to leave you kind of clinging to the cliff edge where you can just about get yourself up. And sure, let's be friends and I need space. So if you pull yourself up that cliff, you can rebuild your supply and rebuild yourself and I'll come back again and hoover you. And then, you know, we'll start the cycle all over again. So in the t at the time they're leaving you, they're doing their best to tell you their truth. And the truth is that they believe you're not suitable for a relationship with them, but they don't put that on the end of it. You're just in general, nobody would want you. You're a hopeless case. And, you know, you may as well go and do whatever you need to do, but stay out of my space because I want to further my agenda with somebody else. So guys, if that cruel sentence has been used on you, it means the narcissist is telling you a little bit of truth in relation to you're not suitable for them because they're a con man or a con woman and they're a total fraudster and you have copped on to them or they have really utilized you and put you in a state of near collapse. Don't please, that is actually a compliment in English or French or German or whatever language, other language that isn't narc speak. That means you're actually a healthy individual who has boundaries, who has seen through this evilness and has become non, not controllable 
for a narcissist. So it's actually a good thing. And it takes a while for people to realize what that sentence actually means. Your family didn't like me. Your family didn't like me. Your family didn't like me means I couldn't control your family. I couldn't isolate you from your family. And the narcissist is trying to put it out on you that your family didn't like me in effect, in effect, making you try and go against your family or you. So when you need your family most, when a narcissist has discarded you, they're trying to blame your family for the breakdown of the relationship. And that's exactly when you need your family and you need the support. And it leaves again a victim of a narcissist in confusion, thinking, oh, my God, like, was it my family? Is that the reason we're breaking up and not reaching out to your family for support? Because in a confused state, you think, gosh, if if my partner feels like that about my family, maybe we can work on it. Let me contact my partner and talk about this. Now, narcissist isn't going to talk to you about it. They just mean narc speak. I couldn't control your family and I couldn't isolate you enough from your family. Your children need discipline. This is another really ucky one. Your children need discipline. In other words, the narcissist will not say that their children, if they have children, need discipline. It'll be your children need discipline because it's like an insinuation that your children are not good enough and you're not good enough and you haven't been a good enough parent to your children and it's your children that need discipline. So that's a devaluation. That's a devaluation of you using a secondary source to devalue you. They can often say that about, you know, your friends even as well, that your friends are pretty awful people. And the insinuation there is that, well, you pick them and your judgment is flawed and it kind of like it rubs off on you. That's what the idea of crit critiquing your friends or your children or your family comes down to with a narcissist when they're trying to devalue you. But remember, guys, remember, this isn't about your children. This is just about, it could be our house, it could be anything. They're, they're devaluing you by triangulating you with something they're devaluing, if that makes sense. Okay, the next one I have down, I think this is actually number nine. Um, ah, this is another manipulation. Okay, so they're trying, the narcissist is trying to get you to agree to something that is a serious decision. And it may be like going into business with them. It may be getting out a loan. It may be, it'll be something that you have to commit to and that you will have to take responsibility for that could have far reaching consequences for you. It can even be like you may, we may as well put my name on the deeds of your house and narcissists love, 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 love to get their name on the deeds of your house. This is another one that comes up again and again and again. So guys, watch this. This sentence will be used on you. Look, we're getting married anyway, so we may as well do this now. I have your best interests at heart. You have mine 
And if we're committing to each other, let's do it. Mind you, it won't be the narcissist offering anything up. It'll be you. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Don't fall for that particular manipulation. It's a very dangerous manipulation and it's something you can be left with. You can be left with a loan taken out for the narcissist. Another one I actually mentioned in very earlier videos was if a narcissist is saying, look, you pay into my life insurance because it'll be better tax wise for us as a couple. And sure, we're getting married anyway. So the assumption there is that you're going to stay together forever or till you're into your old age. And of course, they'll share the pension with you that you've put money into, but it's in their name. So all these tricks of the trade, we're getting married anyway. That is how that sentence starts off. And number 10 I have down here, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you means I love you loving me. I love you, and they leave the last bit off, loving me. When the narcissist perceives that you stop loving them, and that means you stop outpouring all your resources to them, then they no longer love you. Guys, that's 10 sentences. If you have anything else you'd like explained about what the narcissist said and it didn't actually ring true or you were very confused about it, just leave it in the comments. We can maybe do another uh, podcast or video on narc speak because people need to know what the narcissist means when they say certain things in order to clarify situations and to move forward. Thanks guys for being here today. Please don't forget to share, like, subscribe, support the channel in any way you possibly can. It'll keep me going and I want to make more videos for you more frequently. So if you can consider doing something to help the channel, I sure would appreciate it. Have a great day and talk to you again soon. Bye for now.